The words of Jesus today are probably really hard to hear. In short, he says, if you love father, mother, son, or daughter more than me, they're not worthy of me. Before we even begin, we have to correct this. Jesus does not want us to love others less. He wants us to love God more. And today we are going to focus on why. Why should we increase our love of God past the point of everything else, including family? So today I want to discuss how loving God, above all, is good for us and good for others. First, because it leads to us understanding how He loves us. And then second, we're going to see how loving God heals us. So to begin, we're meant to increase love of God, not decrease love of others. And this is going to help us first understand how He loves us. The first thing that you should begin to understand and feel is that God loves you unconditionally. And I think it's really hard for people to hear that or understand that nowadays. You've heard the phrase unconditional love, but not many people have felt it too often. I think that's the main source of so much heartbreak today in our world. The world will teach phrases of, I love you if. I love you if you're smart enough. I love you if you're beautiful. I love you if you're successful. That kind of love makes us, makes us humans. It makes us anxious. It makes us sad, and in the end, it, make, it disappoints us. If you've suffered conditional love, love that always speaks with an if, then you're probably constantly afraid or worried about being unlovable. This is the first reason why Jesus says that you and I need to love him more. Because it's the first time we are going to experience and understand love that removes every if. God loves you. Full stop. Not because of your skills, not because of your accomplishments, but just because you exist. When was the last time you just sat? You sat either in church or in traffic or you were out on a walk and you just stopped and you opened your heart up to being loved just because you exist. That is prayer. This is what we keep asking you to do from the pulpit, to experience unconditional love where you don't have to do anything other than just kind of pay attention to God loving you for no other reason other than he just plain loves you. But then the next part of loving God is the second part, our healing part. I've already alluded to the fact that conditional love of the world, all those ifs, I love you if, they're going to cause injury. There are so many, many other things that do that. Betrayal, not being cared for, mistakes or shame. The human heart can be really put through the ringer. Each person has their own wounding, and that kind of changes all of us. It's like if our heart was a house, there'd be certain rooms that we don't go into because it's too painful. There are rooms where we don't want to share with anyone because we just want, them, we just want to hide those away. But loving God above all else does is actually moves us toward healing those interior places. The thing is, Jesus is not going to barge in. He has to be invited in. There's a famous image of Christ where he's knocking on an outside door. Maybe you've seen this outside door of a house. But the subtle thing is you'll notice that on the image, there's no handle on the outside door. 
This really represents the reality that God would love to come into your innermost person, but he's never going to force it. In short, loving God above all others will lead to inviting him into those rooms in our hearts of pain, of disappointment, of shame that we think we're just kind of stuck with. But over time, he really does help you kind of clean out those rooms so you can start using them again. What you'll find is a greater capacity to love others and a greater ability to be loved by others. And how is that possible? Because I think that analogy of the house just holds true. There's no other way of describing this feeling of those rooms getting cleaned out other than your heart feels bigger. You have more room to love your friends and family. But it all begins with inviting Jesus into those places. Again, he respects you way too much to push in. So that's why the church keeps asking and teaching about the importance of prayer, inviting him in. So in summary, first hearing of Jesus saying that those who love mother, father, son, or daughter more than me are not worthy of me, at first it's hard to hear. But as we went through today, we saw the true benefits. It's not that you are supposed to love others less. It's that you are meant to love God more. And we find two things happen when we do this. First, we are going to experience that unconditional love. The world has always taught love, but love that, that is connected to an if. We're not made for that. We're made to experience love that we are loved just because of who we are. Second, we talked about the healing factors of God's love. There are rooms in our hearts that we just kind of keep closed off and no one can come in, but he would love to be invited into those places. Yes, that takes a lot of vulnerability and bravery, but Jesus is going to reward that, leaving our hearts healed and more able to love and to be loved. So the rest of this Mass, maybe ask the Lord, what's the process of increasing your love for him? What does that look like? He waits at the door of your heart, and he's gently knocking. We just have to let him in.